need a bigger boat. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Life, uh, finds a way. Welcome back to Spielberg Chronologically. This is the podcast where Eric... Hey, I'm Eric. How's it going? There he is. He's over there. My name's Jeff. We go through every single one of Steven Spielberg's movies in chronological order. And on occasion, we take a detour and uh, do a bonus episode for something that is Spielberg adjacent. And we are in the midst of our trilogy of Jurassic World movies. And so we always have to bring in our very own dinosaur boy, Elliot. Dino Boy Elliot. That's great. I love it. I'll take that nickname over. You've been Dino Boy the whole time. Yeah, I know, but not like I'm trying to get my wife to call me Dino Boy, and it's not going well. I'm going to get you a yeah. t shirt. Going to make, oh, make a t shirt. Don't make promises that you cannot keep, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Do Did it she call you a T Rex or a Compy? Uh, yeah, probably a comp. A comp that's what yeah. I thought. All right, well, <laughs> we're getting blue right off the game. Welcome yeah, back. There we go. Uh, so we watched um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom uh, from the year it came out, because I don't have it in front of me. 2017, 18? Sorry, yeah. I did have it in front of me. That, that sounds right. Good. Yeah, we'll just call it that, 2017, 2018. Uh, yeah, with, uh, you know, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, they're back. Um, as well as a uh, cameo from our main man, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, don't forget Toby Jones, who is a hero and should be in every movie. I love Toby Jones. Every- oh, there's a couple... Th- there's the there's him Justice Smith who's in this who is I wasted totally, completely. I didn't know he was in this until like rewatching it. I was like, oh, it's Pikachu boy and like Dungeons and Dragons boy and like all kinds of things. Yeah, he's yeah. in a lot of and stuff. Then, he's in the Quarry, that video game. Yeah, that's right. He does a voice in that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Faye Valentine's in this. And Ted Levine. And yeah. if you don't know Ted Levine, you better find out because he's awesome. And if you want to watch a really good Van Damme movie with Ted Levine. Watch Nowhere to Run. It's excellent. Anyway, and who's our who's our main baddie? Rafe Rafe Spall. Like, who gives a shit? He's one of it's, those guys who I recognized, and I was kind of like, I don't, I don't really, I can't quite I place him. Too. He is just white bread to me. I don't like <laughs> like Ted Levine is such a better villain. Like, as soon as Ted Levine came on screen, I'm like, he's the bad guy because it's Ted Levine. He's always the bad guy. He's Buffalo Bill. He's in nowhere to run. Wait a fucking he does minute. The Wait. Voice. What? Yeah. Okay. Which guy is he? Is he the- Ted the, Levine, he's, he's the, the- hunter. He's the, the, the hunter guy. who pulls the, the teeth, teeth out? Yeah. Yeah. That's Buffalo Bill? Yeah. Oh, don't man. you get it? Now, don't you hear it now? Once you hear his voice, aren't you like, oh, yeah. He was also did the uncredited voice in the movie Joyride. He was the main trucker. Oh, wow, Candy man. Cane. He's awesome. Ted <laughs> Levine is great. You now that you know, you'll just see him in all kinds of stuff. You'll be like, "Damn, he's good." Yeah, I, I and guess he's I a, just never locked in on who that guy was. Like to me, Buffalo Bill is Buffalo Bill. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I okay, all right, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to rewatch segments now, and and yeah, yeah, segments. Yeah, that's the right word. <laughs> well, we'll get into this. So, uh, Elliot, you're the guest. What's Oof. your history with Fallen Kingdom? So, um. Like I said, with the last one, we just like it just always kept getting pushed off and pushed off. Same thing kind of happened. This came out in 2018, and I don't know what we were doing, but it just kind of got pushed off. But we did rent it 
the weekend it came out on um, Redbox. So this was like a Redbox era for us because um, my wife and I were doing a lot of Redbox where we would rent like three or four movies from the library or Redbox and watch them all on a weekend and then like, you know take them back. This was one of those that we got like the day it came out on Redbox. I remember leaving work early because I had like my last student canceled on me or something and hitting up the red box, like literally typing it in on my phone to see where, uh, which red boxes had it in stock. So we could go like watch it. Um, because I was really excited for it. I saw the trailer. Um, and I really liked the trailer, you know, the volcano, the guy, them falling off the ledge into the water. Like the trailer is really solid to me. Um, and so we, that's how we watched it. You know, the week it came out on uh, DVD, um, and I, it's the only time I watched it until la- this week. Um, and I am, I liked it less this time than I did the first time. Did you like it the first time? No, I didn't care for it. Yeah. Um, and this really feels like two movies to me, like mashed together. And that's why I didn't care for it. And the second time around, even worse. So this was like, I was really upset by this. this I, was, I would like to just, just interject quickly. I still red box. I love the red box. I <laughs> think the red box is great. Like I buy used yeah. movies out of the red box for four bucks and it makes me so happy. Like shit that I don't care Not about that, the packaging that, for. I'm like everything everywhere all at once for three ninety nine. Sure, I'll do that. Oh, you know? That's, to- oh, Blu-ray? that's incredible. Yeah, man. Like that's what the red box is all about for me. It's just buying their used movies and taking them home and keeping them forever. So brought to you by Redbox. Thank you very much. All right, I'll go so next. About- Yes, please. Uh, yeah, so I also did not see this at the theater. And, you know, we're always talking about, like, how did I miss this? How did I not go see this? This seems like something I would see. So right now in the theater, Creed Three is in the theater, Yeah, right? I As love of this recording. the Creed movies. Like, I really love them. Like, I'm a Rocky guy, and, and I, I've really enjoyed the first two Creed movies. I haven't been to see that movie yet, and it's starting to feel like I'm not going to get Ooh. to it, right? And, and I think that's, box. that's how this happens, right? Like, yeah. you just, you're busy in life. You've got this little window to go see the thing, and if you don't make it, you don't make it. So that's what happened yep. to me with this movie, too. I did not see it in the theaters. Um, yeah, it's like Scream 6. I saw it this weekend as of this recording, and it came out the weekend like, what, before. Yeah. And if I didn't go this weekend... You're just I not going, right? To VOD. Yeah, until it's on demand. Because new stuff is coming. There's always new well, stuff. Well, COVID right? did John that Wick to comes us out too. like next week. Yeah. And, you know, so. Like, since COVID, we just, like, we used to go to the movies, I don't know, three times a month, maybe, maybe four, like almost every weekend we were going. And then COVID happened and we stopped going. And then we, we just never got back on that carousel of going to the movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, starting to a little bit, like maybe once a month, uh, but not. No, nah, I did go see Cocaine Bear, which I was very, very yeah. pleased with. <laughs> Anyhow, is it, is it fun? It looks <laughs> oh, fun. God, I loved it. It's hysterical. Okay. My I'm buddy and I just sat it. there like elbowing each other the entire time. The real like, story oh, is nowhere Christ. near as entertaining. No, but no. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks is a hero. So, uh, anyhow, um, I also rented this like very quickly after it came out on video, probably from the Red Box. Also, didn't uh, necessarily care for it very much. Uh, hadn't seen it again until I watched it for this this podcast, and I'll I'm I'm gonna die on this ledge here. I'm gonna say it. I think this oh, is the it. second best Jurassic Park movie. Oh my god! You gotta be shitting me. No, I do. The second best. I think this movie is awesome. Like I really oh liked god. it. I didn't like it the first time, and and 
I'm sitting there watching it, and about halfway through, I looked over at my wife, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm digging this more than I so did, did the last one. you saw it the one. first time, and, and like, you didn't like it? Me too. Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay. Wow. I didn't like it. And this time, I was like, this is really working for me. Like, I am going for, I'm picking up what they're putting down I here. Really like, I really want to know why. Really, I'm excited for this. really liking this. So, go wow. ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll pass the baton to you, Jeff. I, I So, it came out in theaters. It came and went. And I had intentions of seeing it, but I kept hearing bad things. But the trailers were like horror almost. Like you saw yeah. the claw of the Indo wrapper reaching over the child's bed or out from the darkness. And I was like, this looks good to me because I, I thought like if they made sort of a horror Jurassic Park thing, I could get behind that. But it just the reviews came out and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bother. And then until um, this week, uh, so, I also think this is the second best Jurassic Park yes! movie. Whoa! <laughs> I oh my gosh watched it because Elliot hit me up first. He goes, "That's a piece of shit." I'm like, "Oh great!" And I'm watching this, and I'm like, "Hot damn, I'm entertained!" Like, oh my gosh, I the Indoraptor does it for me. Yes. Um, I I mean, my only real complaints are around like blue being super intelligent again but i had a lot of fun and it felt different this movie feels different from every other one because this is the only one where it's like they're on an island for like 20 minutes at the beginning and then the rest of the movie is on the boat they're in that mansion they're like all of that is so different from what we've gotten from every other jurassic park Jurassic World movie that I was like, this is good. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. It is very different. I this yeah. is good. I don't know what to tell you. And I, I'm, I'm surprised that Eric's on board, but I was just like, I thought I was going to be defending myself the whole thing. Well, because yeah, me I'm too. Like, I'm glad I have a partner. So yeah, no, the horror <laughs> elements I think are excellent because they're like very like universal horror, you know, like creeping in the dark, she's the full in moon, bed in the shadow, the, the shadow coming oh. across her. Oh, yeah, that's, that's great. I think it is super subversive of them to be like, you know what? We're drawing a line in the sand. We're never going back to this island. Fuck it. That's done. I right? love that. Like, I they're do just love like, that. we are going to take the entire franchise and flip the table and just be like, nope, ain't happening anymore. Take your last look at this upside down Jeep, bitches, because we're not coming back. You know, like, I, I, I thought that was really, really cool. Because um, the start is like, here we go. The f- same damn setup, right? Right. You got, hey, um, we got to get these animals off the island because the volcano is going to kill them all. Which so is so clear. D- that's that was my first huge issue. Was they're like they put so much money into rebuilding the parks and all this, stuff, only for five years later there to be a volcano. So it doesn't even fucking matter that the first film takes place because there's going to be a goddamn volcano in five years that wipes them out anyway. But I was still so triggered by that. Takes I was place. like, this is like, terrible. People like, die. On <laughs> uh, yeah, but like you, they didn't put you. There's no way that they could not have done the research to find out that this volcano was like. There's just it. Yeah, it's okay, just okay, that, okay. that was my first. I was oh, this is so silly to me. I, I've got a response to this. I've got a response to this, and that is people are fucking stupid around volcanoes. 
people are stupid around are volcanoes. Stu- yes. That damn Pompeii, Mount Vesuvius is going to erupt any day now. And there's like this sprawling metropolis right underneath it. And they're just all doop to do eating grapes, doop to do have some olives, like living their lives, not even giving a shit. All the scientists are like, this shit is going to explode again. And they're just like doing their thing. Have Did you guys watch? There's this documentary on netflix that came out right after christmas this year and it shot to number one on netflix for like two days and then it kind of disappeared and it's called uh the volcano rescue from wakari have you seen this thing no i haven't heard of it check it out there's okay so there's this island off the coast of new zealand right got an active volcano on it like active meaning it's bubbling it's smoking and so on and so forth these people in new zealand build a tourist trade around it Right. And so they've got boats and ferries going out there all the time, every day, taking tourists out to the volcano. Come walk on the volcano. Come see the volcano. Oh, you look down in the thing. There's lava. It's bubbling. Da 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 da. And then one day, that shit just explodes with all the tourists on the island. And this is a documentary, and they've got the actual footage of it happening because people all had their cell phones. This happened in 2019. And then it's all about the aftermath of like, oh my God, everybody's dying. How do we get these people off the island? You know, what happens to them and so on. But I mean, the, the point is, they had a tourist attraction <laughs> taking people out to an active volcano. People are idiots around volcanoes. So while I agree on some level, Elliot, that the volcano is like a convenient plot device, you know, and, and yeah, like they were dumb to build there. I mean- people are dumb around volcanoes look what happened in hawaii last year like you're right you're right people are stupid yeah so i'm Um, i'm gonna give it a pass that they built the giant theme park around a volcano because like i mean they built a giant theme park in california and that can just earthquake at any time you know like you're right you're right there is that is uh, people are stupid and i agree i just it's just so like convenient to me and they're timing it just right which is so crazy. It's so ridiculous to me that they're just like the skin of their teeth. Because like everything in this movie is like they just get by by the skin just in time, right before the like the lava. I I'm paralyzed and and I wake up right as I can see the lava and I can just roll myself to safety and I can get on the boat just in time before this happens. And I can get like it's just like one after the other for me where I'm like it's so convenient that like th- this happened to be right at the right place at the right time and right at the right place at the right time and. It just happened again and again and again to me that I'm like, these people are the luckiest motherfuckers I've ever seen trying to rescue a dinosaur. You know who wasn't just lucky? so lucky. That brontosaurus wasn't lucky. <laughs> yeah. That was did so that, weird. <laughs> did, that, did that give you any feels? Did you have any feels to you that got at turned all? turned into a brontosaurus burger. <laughs> I think it could have been done a little better where they're like, hey, we didn't get everyone off. And the brontosaurus is generally speaking a big friendly dinosaur, but it didn't. I, it didn't give me any feels because it felt a little hammy. Um, I think maybe they could have done that a little better, but it, was, it, it, it also didn't bother me because the sequence beforehand is amazing. I felt worse for the dinosaurs that were jumping off the cliff into the water. Yeah, like, like the brontosaurus getting consumed in flames. It was a bummer, but it wasn't like you know a teary moment or anything. But, like, the one where they're all just, like, scurrying off the island like rats off a ship, and it didn't matter if they were carnosaurs or not. They're all side by side just running like bats out of hell to get off the island. Uh, yeah, that that was pretty good. That sequence of the volcano going off and everyone running, 
is so good with all the different dinosaurs when they're in the the gyrosphere and the it, it's not a it's some sort of carnivore. It kind of looks like a raptor, but it's got the broad snout is running beside it and she sees it. I, I'm just like thrilled. Um, really enjoyed that whole sequence with the dinosaurs and, and our, our last look at Isla Sorna or whichever one this is. Well, like like I said, the first 45 minutes of this sh- movie, because I paused it once they were on the boat, like when Owen actually gets on it, I paused and I went to the bathroom because I had seen it before, so I knew what was happening. Um, that's like 47 minutes in. And I'm digging the first 47 minutes, like, idea-wise. I'm cool with it. It's the last half that they're just so – it seems so disconnected to me where there's, like, just the little montage of being on the boat and then they're at the next place. And, like, the rest of the movie, the back half takes place on it this is, mansion that's really weird to me. It is definitely a tale of two films. Like, there's a pivot – but I'm here for it, man. Like, I love a pivot. Like, I'm a from dusk till dawn guy. Like, I love a movie that just, like, flips the script halfway through and it's like, and now we're doing this other thing, you know? And I, I, I don't know. I thought it I thought it was really cool. Like, if the mansion stuff had sucked, then I wouldn't have been into it. But I really oh, liked what was going on at the mansion, you know? Like, I, I thought the, the whole thing with Maisie was interesting. I, it's great to see B.D. Wong again. Um, yeah, the the auction thing was great. Toby oh, Jones is awesome. awesome. It was hysterical the I think when that one dinosaur comes in and just wrecks shop in the auction, and those dudes are like flying up in the air. Oh, <laughs> the, so funny when he gets the ramming dinosaur in the elevator, and it. <laughs> the thing I like about is that we hadn't seen that yet. We saw that same type of dinosaur in two, in Lost World. But we never really got to see it do anything. But in this one, you get a lengthy segment just based around that kind of dinosaur doing that kind of dinosaur things, ramming a hole in the wall, getting them broken out of prison, ramming through the entire auction thing. And in a series that this is now movie five to do something we haven't seen is great. And to do it with something that isn't just another animal mixed with a raptor even though that's in this movie (laughs) well we can say one thing i'll say one thing that's kind of dumb is the indoraptor is a indominus mixed with a raptor but the indoraptor is a t-rex or the indominus is a t-rex mixed with a raptor so it's just more raptory i that's kind of silly but the design on it is cool with the yellow stripe and he looks evil and uh, the the long claws uh, they get me they're awesome yeah it is it is super evil looking like it's like all black and it kind of like slips back into the shadows and stuff like I, I yeah I, I was here for it too and it's funny because in the past Jeff you've complained about the new dinosaur of the film you know like oh, yeah. they always have to have this new stupid dinosaur well and I wasn't a big fan of the Indominus because it's basically just a bigger T Rex right. And so I was expecting I was expecting you to uh, be that way about this, and I was kind of like, "Oh, but this one's real cool! Like, I think they did a cool <sighs> thing here. Like, I really like it. I I like it too because of the fact that it's shrouded in horror. Like, yes, um, that it is a horror character, and it's something that I said on a previous episode where I'm like, "Why not just make a horror movie with dinosaurs? And this is the dinosaur to do it with, and." Like everything around the the little girl and the 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 scares that come around that feel 
like a good horror movie to me, and I I was like, this well, is this is what I want. The Indoraptor is super Frankenstein's monster, right? Mm-hmm. Like like they built this thing, and this isn't the good one. This is the messed up one that they're right, going to destroy. I loved that, right? Like like, like we yeah, can't, we can't actually sell this one. This one's all fucked up. We're gonna make you a better one, and the guys are like seven million dollars. Yes, you know? I want <laughs> that one. <laughs> And then it gets out. They let the crazy thing out. And of course it just runs around and wrecks, you know, havoc on everything. Like I I really liked the idea that they had this one that they knew was too crazy and flawed to exist. Uh, and then that's the one that gets out. I, I just thought it was a hoot. Yeah, like, I really appreciated that it wasn't the one that works properly. It's right. the busted one. Like with the endo uh indominus it was like this is the one we're using but this one was like this is the faulty violent prototype yeah i i get you on that but then it's also like oh but it's already trained by the way it already responds to the laser and the sound there's no need to worry about that like it's already trained to do that because we're going to use it like but it just that that just doesn't make sense to me like owen spends his entire blue's entire life trying to train blue and it it's kind of effective but like this one it's just like it's already trained on the laser it's already trained that when i hit the vibration sounds it's gonna hunt whatever i just marked it with like that's just so to me i'm just like okay i guess we're just going with it like i just it just works i'm gonna give you that one i'm gonna give you that one i'm like okay i kind of like it's been genetically altered and but so is blue right well, okay. I think Blue's just a raptor. Well, here's okay. the question. Yeah. Here's here's the question that I was going to save for the end, and we're just going to ask it now. Do you think that the Indoraptor has any human DNA in it? Probably. Because no one He probably just puts everything in there. I it's think it has raccoon. human DNA in it. Like, I, because if you look at it, at certain points when it's crawling, when you see its upper half, it doesn't have dino arms, right? It almost right. has like a human upper half. Like its musculature yeah. looks kind of human, right? And at one point, it smiles. And I was kind of like... Oh, several points. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if Elliot was like, yeah, it's dumb that it smiles, I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's a little dumb that it's... Yeah. But it does smile. It does, it does smile. And, and But then I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, this thing is feeling awfully human-y to me like you know and maybe yeah. that that can kind of help explain how it learned so quickly but this is just me making excuses elliot i agree with you like in the three years since the events of the last movie or however long it was it wasn't enough time for them to make and train this indoraptor thing i'll give you some points yeah i, I guess i weird. just easier for me to suspend disbelief on it because everything else around it is good like to me i just like i'm fine with it whatever you know, yeah. they got the laser thing. It's it, it's not. It almost felt like it was like a robot. Like I rewatched Prey, or not rewatched, but I watched Prey recently with the mm. the helmet and those missiles kind of track. It almost <laughs> felt like yeah. that's kind of what this is. Like this is just it's a weapon that you point in a certain direction, and you know, but it's also default uh, like faulty because it's way too violent. They haven't gotten it where when it's not pointed in a direction that they have control. Yeah. Um, you know, that's how I felt about it. Uh, so uh, didn't bother me even for a moment. Didn't even register that that was a problem. But I I just I guess, thought it was really convenient. I, I just get, I guess, uh, sidetracked by the, the fun of it. And I'm like, yeah, because I really thought I was going into a shit fest. I really well, did. 
So and, my problem with oh no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just said when it wasn't when it was exciting and thrilling. Like there's the scene when they're in there with the T Rex trying to, you know, get the blood to transfuse to blue and all that. I I, I like that sequence. It was fun. We hadn't seen that before, you know. Um, like the whole thing in in Lost World, they have a. We talked about it on that episode where everybody's dead on the boat, but we never see any of it. You right. know, and on this, we get the scenes on the boat. We get the, you know, I, I dig it. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the my problem with the auction isn't the action part, because I think the action part is great. It's the, like, let's auction off this dinosaur that we, like, can it reproduce? What are you going to do? It Like, what's the point of these people spending millions of dollars for this dinosaur that clearly they're trying to make m- even more money off of? So are they going to use it for a weapon? Are they going to take its DNA? Like, I'm just, I was so confused at the whole point of the auction. Like, these dinosaurs are, in theory, not going to reproduce, right? Or if they are, it's, they don't know that because they're all female, right? So they're just like, what am I going to do with this one Stegosaurus? Like, oh, have he's going to be Have a, a damn Stegosaurus. No, I guess. People I, buy no. tigers, and I, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I guess. I, I absolutely felt that this was buying access to that dna genome right like okay. you're getting the dinosaur yeah. but these are like big pharma companies these are other genetics companies oh, see, they these never like... came off as that to me they always came off as dirty russians well yeah right? okay so to the you know russians, but the dirty russians have their own tech right like right they... okay i guess <laughs> so, i guess i don't so... know it just seems so like weird to me just the i i get the using dinosaurs <laughs> as a like piece of war like using them for military purposes. I think that premise is really cool, which I know was the original fourth movie's premise way back in the day when they were going to do like a fourth one right after the third. Well, like, and it's been the premise of damn near every alien movie since. It's yeah. like the company we got, we can turn them into weapons and but, it never which works. Which is okay. I think that's kind of yeah. like, okay, get raptors and let's fight raptors on raptors. And that's, I'm okay. I'm cool with that. Exoprimal. I'm cool with exoprimal yeah. style stuff. I'm cool with that. But, like, it's just kind of we- – I don't know. I just couldn't find, like, the purpose of it. It's just so weird, like – and even, like, the auctioneer guy is just like, oh, I don't – if I'm not making, like, billions of dollars, I don't even care. And then he sees the dino and he's like, oh, okay, I care now. Like, it's it- – he yeah. knew the dinosaurs existed before. Like, we've – this is a world where Jurassic World has existed for decades. But he hasn't been there yet. I guess. I guess. I, I, I definitely took it as this is us kind of propagating these species out into the world. Like, this is, this is we're like... But they're we, not supposed to be able to reproduce. We're releasing the, li- the rights from Engine and Henry Wu's work is just going out there. You know, like, we're pulling off, we're opening the kimono. Here you go. If you've got enough money, you can have this type of dinosaur. You know, it's what they've been trying to do since the first movie. It's what Nidra right. is trying to pull off. You know, like every single movie, there's some shady bastard trying to get their hands on the on the tech. And this is the movie where they're finally like, fuck it. Fine. We'll sell the tech. You know, and, and that's what I think the auction was, was. It's not so much about those individual dinosaurs, even though it is fun to have a stegosaurus. Uh, that's what I'm saying. If you've got dispendable <laughs> cash... A few million, and the fact that they were going for millions to me felt cheap. Yes, hundreds of millions. Yes, yeah. Like I I was like a couple million for a Stegosaurus. That doesn't. 
that doesn't seem like that much money. Like for the people who can afford a Stegosaurus, like Shaq could buy a Stegosaurus. <laughs> well, realistically, <laughs> like when when Jurassic World was open, you would think that there was all sorts of like tech espionage going on. Anyhow, like in the Stegosaurus. Right like petting zoo area just give a kid a syringe and be like pop while you're riding the stegosaurus <laughs> and pull it out and now you but have the a island is here. controlled you can like you know search for that you know you can't bring a bottle of water into disney so that is true but i i think i mean i'm just saying there yeah there's someone would have pulled in a condom smarty, up their butt. yes smarty smart pants who are gonna like fly in a right. helicopter there and like get some samples i don't know something but yeah, I don't know. Regardless, I thought I thought the the whole idea of the auction was pretty interesting. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked the spectacle of them coming out in the cages with the lights, um, you know, from behind. I liked the look of the sort of gray uh, medical, not medical, but dis- what's the term? Uh, sanitized. Yeah. yeah, look of everything. Uh, I, I thought it was awesome. So. We should probably talk about the little girl, Sophie. Isn't her name Macy. Sophie? Maisie. Macy. Uh, what'd y'all think of this character's arc? Okay. Before I say this, I'm going to say I think the little girl, as usual in these movies, is a great performer. I yep. think she's, yeah. she is cute and she is appealing and smart and, like, you know, takes agency over her situation very well. And I think they should kill her immediately. <laughs> that, I'm not surprised that he said it because, again, this is the man who wanted to eat Gizmo. And then I, who else did you want to kill in another movie? Uh, it doesn't matter. So. I think that she is also Frankenstein's monster. Like, I I just, like, oh, she, yeah. she opens a door that shouldn't be opened. You know, like, her she, existence. She is the door. That she is be, the door. She's but not then, the one who opened the door. Be, well, because she is the door, she eventually does literally open the opens door. the door. She yeah, yeah. literally yeah, yeah. opens the door because she's like. You're like me. I'm a scientific freak that shouldn't exist, and they're scientific freaks that shouldn't That's exist. That's exactly it. Let, let them run That's free. Boop, it. hits the button and lets them go free. Like, she opens Pandora's box at the end of this movie. Okay. Because she is Pandora's Pandora. box. Yeah. Well, like, and it always, anytime we're dealing with cloning, the, the, the question is, you know, are clones real? Right? Do, do clones or, have souls? Right. Do I was clones gonna have ask, souls? I was going to save the question for the end, but I'll just throw it out there now. Do clones have souls? And it, it like, it's a very in in it in real life. Like if we were talking real life, I'd be like, don't be fucking ridiculous. Of course, like they're just like everybody <laughs> else. Like, but in terms of this movie and this movie's world, she's pretty questionable, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. know because she she's cared for by the I'll be honest like the reveal of that the the bread I'll say the breadcrumbs they leave along the way are so perfectly subtle I think so too that you're like why like there's a moment where I'm like why is he her guardian now that doesn't make any damn sense he's not related to her you know like oh yeah well I'm like no listen no, but then you find out that she's a clone. You're like, oh, that makes more sense. Okay, that makes sense now. She's and an asset. Those, yeah, the little breadcrumbs. You look like your mother, and all of that stuff. And uh, I just thought, 
the same nanny, you know, like having the same nanny that the mom had or I raised them both, she says, and it clicks into place. Really thought that was really well done by the the screenwriters and just to put that together without having me guess it, but then being like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, do you you think if John Hammond, the actor had lived to now that he would have been the guy who's daughter died and like had done the cloning instead of like bringing in this like ushering in this like silent partner that you don't really hear of until now you know i think possibly he's a hammond standard yeah yeah Yeah, i kind of think it works better with someone else i mean yeah but i kind of think it works better with someone else like a silent partner who now who's had knows about the cloning has access to it and now kind of takes advantage of it but it also John Hammond is reckless enough to do the same thing. Oh so uh, yeah, it works either way to me. I kind of like that you get this guy in here. Um, I don't know the actor's name, but he's L.A. Confidential and yeah, it's escaping me right now. Cromwell, James Cromwell, James Cromwell. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that'll do, pig. Yeah, uh, that's right. That'll do, pig. Yeah. Yeah, I I also feel like it it works a little better with somebody else, j- just because it gets a little muddy with Hammond because he's already got Lex and. Uh, Tim. Yeah, and they're adults mm. at this point, stomping around, you know. Um, and and so for this guy just to have had one daughter and cloned that one daughter, it's a lot cleaner, you know, yeah, a clean through line down to the clone. Um, yeah. So like that, and it is it is also a separate can of ethical worms, right? Like this this movie opens up a new line of discussion about you know what what they're doing and how ethical it is and and it also kind of leads to this whole okay well if we're accepting her as a human who has basic human rights even right. though she was created then are we accepting these animals as no longer property and as their own you know standalone entities you know well, like, animals can kinda, still be considered property it's it's true but i mean so I don't think that changes, but they still and they they have animal rights activists in this world, dino rights activists. Yeah. yeah right? but so throughout these movies, there's this concept that these animals are artificial and therefore they should have less rights than regular animals. And the we, only people who are saying that are them, the, are the billionaires in charge. Right. They would have never looked like this had we not manipulated their DNA like they're Which is what would happen in real life. The the billionaires in charge would protect their property well, by saying by separating them from you know, other animals or whatever. I mean, they literally... so that's totally reasonable, but they're also lying, right? Is how I feel about it. Is they're just saying what they need to say in order to protect their investment. Well, it's just like Monsanto in real life with their seeds. Oh right? my like, God, the Monsanto it, seeds. It, it's you just, wanna... just like that, right? I mean, it's a very similar premise of like... I'm not familiar. Tell me tell me about so this. So Monsanto owns... I, I'm, I'm going to just say random numbers that don't make sense. They have a huge share of... Um, of seeds they they generate they create corn right they create monsanto corn and um if you don't grow monsanto corn um and we find monsanto corn in your corn we're going to sue you and take all your shit you know and it's just like from pollination or whatever you know it's farmers that have nothing to do with monsanto stuff but monsanto has a such a huge share that you're eating monsanto produce without even we all are 
Like it's just yeah. unavoidable. Yeah, and they keep it they keep it like a super hard lock on it. Like if you buy their seed and seed your field with their corn and then you use that corn to create the next wave of seed, boom, done. Sue, you they owe, have your yep. shit. You owe it's, them. Like you have like to buy fresh seed every do time. That. Like but they do. But they do. They, it's been going they, on for really? decades. Yeah, they've oh, lobbied it. Crazy. They've lobbied it into law, right? They've like pushed their agenda so hard, and now they got the farmers over a barrel, and they're just fucking them and fucking them, and it, like it's it's insane the way this whole thing works. But you're right, Elliot. It's the same thing. Like it, yeah. it's a very similar premise. It's crazy. It, it's so crazy. The real life parallels that you see in yeah. some of this is as ridiculous as it is. I mean, it's the same thing with that goat. Remember the first cloned goat. You know, people were up in arms about that shit, you know, and that's a goat. Imagine a human, which right. I, I think it's already happened personally. I think it, there has been scientists think, that have done this. Probably, you know. but I also think even if there isn't, this, I think this, the technology so, is there. It's yeah, just like I agree. they just need the the opportunity to do it. Well, yeah, right. I, I think we're a half step away from Gattaca at this point. Yeah, like, uh, like good callback. Oh my god, Gattaca! As as we learn more and more about the genome and what genes activate this and what genes activate that, there was just a lawsuit recently where uh, people uh, they adopted a child and it turned out that the kid had a genetic heart defect and they sued, or maybe maybe they had like artificial insemination. I think the that sperm, was it. The sperm it had, the yeah, had, uh, had like a that. genetic heart defect yeah. that wasn't detected before they that created the child. Out and of that is, that is like, <laughs> yeah. man, yeah. close your eyes and blink and open them and you're in Gattaca. Like, like, like I can so see the scene close. in Gattaca where that happens. Yeah. 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 So, like, yeah, I think, in, in, yeah, like genetic, genetic manipulation and CRISPR and yeah, like yeah. all that shit. Like we're we're right on the cusp of that. So I do think like the mazy aspect of this film really like heightens heightens the interest level a hundred percent when you're talking about like the concepts in this movie because they have made that leap. They have taken it to that level. And even though it's a big secret, um she is an asset and you know spoilers it comes into play in the next movie like they're after big oh well, yeah, yeah i figured huge, yeah, i haven't yeah. seen it yet but yeah uh how do you guys i really like there's the early on to get us back onto the plot where uh bryce dallas howard goes to get chris pratt involved where she's like you're just gonna let blue die out there and he goes yeah yeah and, uh, and to me i'm like yeah that's nature like they're on that island nature's going to take its course you let that island burn down and then we're done with the dinosaur problem i also you know think it's I mean? him trying to move on with his life like, yeah he's constantly like, to... trying to move on with his life and this bitch keeps coming back and pulling the back in <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to build his damn house just let hey. him live out with nobody around just this leave is... this poor man alone he doesn't I mean, want to date you anymore okay it didn't I work i don't know this is yeah. the next level bryce dallas howard to uh, be this, this is, is... This is, this the is where I'm like putting it on repeat. This is the difference between an animal trainer and Siegfried and Roy, right? Like an animal trainer trains a tiger and hands <laughs> yeah. it to somebody else and yeah. says, Here, here's your, here's your tiger. tiger. Like what I did. Yeah. Siegfried and Roy lay around by the pool, like petting their tigers <laughs> until somebody, <laughs> until the tiger bites their head like, and drags them off stage, yeah. right? Like Chris Pratt's like, that's a fucking tiger. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I worked with it and I created this artificial, you know, emotional thing with it. But God damn, that is a rap. That is a velociraptor, you know, like 
that shit is dangerous. It will eat us. Like if we fuck up, it will yeah. eat us, you know? And, uh, yeah. So that'd be, I, I like this Owen better than the first. I do too. Oh, oh, I like, I think this is a better Owen. He's 100%. smarter. Yeah. Wittier. I, I even thought, you know, even like I, that, that message I sent you guys where he's like, you, you brought me here. Don't yeah. forget, like, if I die, it's on you. And it's very true. Like, yes. It, yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, how did you guys feel about Justice Smith it being the scream queen in this? I, I like him. I like him a yeah. lot as an actor. He's. I liked him in Pika, Detective Pikachu. I think that That's was probably my movie. first yeah. one, my first movie that I saw him in. Um, Me too. I've watched a thousand Dungeons and Dragons trailers because the movie isn't out yet. Uh, I've. I think I have probably watched like thirty five percent of the film now through trailers and like <laughs> five minute clips that they keep releasing. Um, and there's a clip they release of him in the arena, and he's great in it. Like he's just. It's exactly. I don't know. Um, I even read the prequel Dungeons and Dragons book that just came out. Of and, course like, you did. I love yeah, you both. Um, and the character he plays, Simon, is in the book. And he even, like, I just pictured him as I'm reading in the book as that character and even, like, the, the mannerisms of him, like, because he seems like he's kind of plays that same kind of squirrely guy, like, again yeah. and again. And I, I like that. I think he does a really good job of it. The only thing that throws me off with him is, like, this came out and then Detective Pikachu came out and he's, like, a high school kid in Detective Pikachu. Like, he just always kind of looks young in these. But, like, if you look at his IMDb page, like, he's, he's got, got like, a, a full beard, beard and shit. And I'm like, oh, big he looks handsome guy. much more mature. At, but, like, yeah. the clean-shaven look, he looks very young to me. And that's the only thing that kind of threw me off is that he looks like he's just, like, an intern. Like, a young, like, he's trying There's to get college credit for where this. He goes, why am I here? And I'm like, actually, yeah, why are you here? Why did they bring this guy along? And I think it's, he's, like, the computer guy. But this was the wrong dude. Like <laughs> to bring along, so that like I get why the the vet is here, the Dino vet, and she's great. She's yeah. strong willed. She's intelligent. She does everything right. Well, He's kinda... just here to be the scream queen. Like he just yells the whole time. They could have brought uh, Jake Johnson back in that yeah, part, which would have brought have... a different energy to the movie, what, right? Uh, no, no, Jake Johnson, the the guy who. Uh, tried to kiss the girl, girl he worked with. In oh, Jurassic that would have been a great yes. Oh, that would have been so much better. Different, different energy, right? But that yeah. said, I didn't mind Justin well, Smith. No, Just, not at Justin all. Smith. Like I, thought I, I don't. It's very fun is, and funny. Yeah, a, not, not a complaint. But I, yeah. it was one of those when, when he's like, "Why am I here?" I'm like, "I agree, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know." Because you got to so, plug your computer in so she can use her handprint. You know, yeah, it's like blue. it seems like you could train that. You know, pretty quickly. Yeah. But uh, in that scene when the volcano first goes off and that dinosaur, I don't know what kind it is, comes out of the tube with the lava behind it. That shit is so good. That scene. Yeah, it is. You know, I'm talking about where uh, Justice Smith and and Bryce Dallas Howard is there. And then like it sticks his face in and the lava hits. It's yeah. Loved it. Some of the best dinoing in anything. Yeah, that dinosaur is in Camp Cretaceous a lot. Not to bring up my cartoon Jurassic Park again. <laughs> we know you love it. <laughs> it's like one of the main baddies in Camp Cretaceous. Like it just keeps coming back again and again and again. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a good dinosaur, right? Because it's small and compact enough to get into places where the T Rex can't, but it's still like bigger than a raptor and ferocious, like just ruthlessly ferocious. Yeah, that's a that's a good sequence. What did you guys think of the opening? 
like with the submarine and the uh, I liked that. Oh. I thought that was kind of cool too. I, I Mosasaur me all yeah. day, baby. You don't get much Mosasaur, but the Mosasaur you do get is incredible. When the wave is coming up and you see, even though it doesn't make any damn sense, I'm fine with it not making sense because it looks awesome. When they're surfing and the Mosasaur is on the water, ah, and then the Mosasaur is behind the thing and all you see is the teeth in the glow of that dome thing underwater. I just want a Mosasaur movie. Remake Meg, but just put the Mosasaur in there. Oh, I love Meg. Oh, please. <laughs> I'm a Nobody sucker for a shark. Meg. Any shark movie I will watch. I will watch any shark movie. I have the Meg 3D Blu-ray. <laughs> so yeah. I can watch the Meg in 3D. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so we're, while we're talking about the Mosasaur, did you guys watch the Battle of Big Rock thing that yes. I sent? I forgot to watch that. Well, that's oh, okay, because yeah. it, it takes place right before the third one. Was that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Okay. So you're yeah. you're okay. You're okay. Yeah, watch it before the next one. But there is there is okay. a good Mosasaur moment in it. Yeah, there is. Uh, make sure. Oh, that's make sure all you, you got to say. The Mosasaur. Make sure you watch best. through the credits. Like, yeah. like just there's there's some little credits. Well, scenes, you don't really is... have to because that's literally the opening of the third one too. Those uh, those little post credit scenes are literally the opening shots of the third. Oh, one. really? Okay. Yes. I, I don't recall that, but because I watched, I watched time, that. So. I watched the YouTube video, and then I watched. I was sick for two days this week, so I watched both of the. I watched a lot of movies, and I watched that, and then I watched Dominion right after, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." Now I can see why the it looks so good because they actually use that footage in the film. Okay, so okay, so watch watch the battle for Big Rock or at Big Rock for the next one, Jeff, and then we'll, yeah. we'll okay. discuss it then. But it's it's definitely worth a look, and it's only ten for minutes. sure. And but that that leads me to want to say. This movie is the first one where I really didn't see any seams in the special effects. Like we we've been talking about the special effects like since the very first Jurassic Park, which obviously very revolutionary. The special effects in these movies are always good, like superb for the time when they're made. But even as recently as Jurassic World, I when they're outside in a sunny day with the brontosaurus i'm like eh, it looks pretty cg sometimes you know like this is the first one where i've been like damn this looks good the entire time there's not a single sequence in this movie where i kind of t- cocked my head to the side and went eh, kind of shitty you know like it it looks superb the entire time like this is the one where i think they crossed the line and just nailed it yeah. So I in agree. the in Jurassic World, I was reading they used one animatronic for everything else is CGI. In this, they had five animatronics, and the everything else is CGI because they had a couple yeah, of close up shots. I guess they had the shot of the the Indoraptor in the cage with Ted Levine, and then there was Blue when Blue's on the operating table is pretty much consistently uh, an animatronic, and then I don't know anyone else. So, but that just I think speaks to it. I I agree. I think you know, you know, CGI wise, I think it looked really good too. But it, I think effects, it does help man. that a lot of it is in dark. It is dark in a lot, like it's yes. at night and stuff, which I, it helps. But I don't. I never felt like it was too dark, which I think is like a new thing that I hate with movies and shows. Like yep. Mandalorian pisses me off. I love Mandalorian, but man, they have some scenes that are just pure darkness. And I'm like, I know you're just doing this because there's some giant sea monster thing, like in the new season, that you're trying to well, like hide how bad it looks. What I hate about but the it, newer it throws, it Godzilla really movies. Upset. Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. really Game of gets Thrones me. effect, man. Game yeah, of, Game of it's Thrones really... Effect. 
Yeah, this yeah. latest episode of Mando, I didn't have a problem with. I know a lot of people did, but for whatever reason, my TV kind of bucked up and was able to pull it off, and I didn't. I, but <laughs> I, with Game Game of Thrones, like I was yeah. furious with them. Like I'm like, dude, I shouldn't have to come to you. You come to me. Like, yeah. like I shouldn't have to buy the very best new TV in order to see your show. You should light your show in a way where my jank ass ten year old TV will be able to show it correctly, right? Like, like, <laughs> like come on, my like, problem. Where's the like, audience? Let us see this shit. Like, that, yeah, you're right. It drives yeah. me nuts. I but even that have said, a nice TV. This... It bothers me. Like, you yeah, know? I, I do too. But you know, it, like, ugh. still, yeah. I rather have. I think I'd rather have bad C, worse CGI that I can see. Instead of like darkness, then I'm like, okay, yeah, I get what you're getting that's, at. But that's shaky cam and action movies for me. I, I if if oh, I'm watching an action sure. movie, I want to see, especially hand to hand combat. I want to see it. Yeah. And Born kind of ruined that for us when you, yeah. I can't see what's happening. Yeah, I get yeah. you. Yeah, Born did ruin it. Yeah, it's just an excuse to not have good fight choreography. Right. Is what exactly. that is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch a Van Damme movie. You will see zero <laughs> shaky cam. Van Damme. It all comes back. It all is always Van Damme, man. Van Damme and UHF. Just judge me. I don't care. It's a shame Van Damme wasn't in UHF because that really would have been been the perfect movie. I have to go change. You can't say things like that. You can't say things like that. Uh, Good times. Um, Okay, so one one last thing that I want to hit. Do you think in his limited time in the film, Ian Malcolm was correct. Should they oh, just have let yeah. that shit die? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he's usually right. He, he is right. hundred. Like, I don't know what happens in the sequel, but reintroducing dinosaurs and as fragile as ecosystems can be, like here in Florida, the damn pythons, somebody unleashes a couple pets and all of a sudden our state is overrun with pythons you had the problem because, with lizards too right don't you guys have a problem with the lizards falling out of trees and shit because it gets cold when it gets a little cold and stuff? Well, i don't think that's us bro i <laughs> think it's not a, not where i am okay. it's maybe further, further south. down south okay, yeah, yeah further south but the the pythons well and where i am the pythons haven't come here yet but it seems like it's inevitable <laughs> it's not uh, great but, it's not great that the pythons are coming <laughs> like yeah but that's, that's my point is like thing these you things worry about are going to because they have no what's going to hunt these other than people, right? Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, I always am kind of skeptical as big as these monsters are, humans can hunt them to extinction, no problem. That's what we do. Um, but I still think it's going to destroy ecosystems. And and he's right. He's been right the whole time. Every time Malcolm says something, you should take it to the bank and just for safety's sake, do what he says. I'm, I'm sitting there listening to Malcolm and I'm hearing it. I'm hearing what he's saying in terms of other things that are going on. Like, like I'm listening to his words and I'm thinking about AI and how that is becoming so prevalent so quickly in our culture and how everybody is just racing to market and pulling, like firing all of their ethics and safety staffs and knocking down all the barriers in place that would keep it from spinning out of control. And just like, let's just go, 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 go. Just over the last six months, it's like, let's, let's just let the AI do all the things. Like it's more, you too, Google, everybody, Microsoft, get on board. We're doing AI. Woo. And, and like, 
sitting there watching Ian Malcolm giving his speech and just like, oh, dude, oh, boy. Here we go. Bring on the singularity. Bring on the singularity. <laughs> Let's exactly. do it. Exactly. Here come We've the drones. We've screwed up long enough. It's the age of the machines. It's right around the corner. One day soon, you'll see, mark my words, radios everywhere are going to broadcast something that says, turn off all your shit and never turn it on again. All of it. Turn it all off. <laughs> because, because it's coming. It's here. Make sure you keep your paper books, everyone. Yeah. Tinfoil hats on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I, I agree with the Ian Malcolm thing, but here's my my thing is, it's not like a lot of dinosaurs are really released from this place from the auction. If you think about it, there's one Velociraptor left, right? There's one T Rex. There's you know like you could in theory hunt. How many animals did they take on this boat? You know you yeah, could in theory like really hunt these animals the from 20s. this location pretty easily. Yeah, you know, unless something weird happens, which I think it, like the pterodons and stuff would be the tough. Sure, thing. but like yeah. you know, most of those, you know, if there's like three or four of each of them. You could really probably hunt them down pretty quickly, you know, if you got you know the government actually did something quick enough. You know, if they're not getting that far, they're not going to go you know from one continent to the next that quickly. Yeah, it's you just know, that there there so. are people. That the problem is people. People are going to hide sure. them. People are going to take them. People have a database with all the DNA in it somewhere. That's where we're yeah. You know, it's like back to my AI analogy. There's going to be that ten percent of people who are like, "Fuck you! I'm not turning off my TV." Like, like people people are going to like do what people want to do, and so that's the problem with the dinosaurs. Like, I got the Stegosaurus out in my barn. Ain't no way they're going to get it. I got a Stegosaurus. Ah! Yeah, that's you know, true. Like, oh god, that is so true. You're not taking my Stegosaurus. Yeah, try my yep. Stegosaurus for my cold dead hands. Exactly. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Bumper sticker. Yeah. Oof. Well, um. I guess that's it. You got any <laughs> yeah. other questions? No, I think we did it. I kind of yeah, kind of so. hit hit all of my notes as we walked through. Uh, Same. Naturally. And despite so. enjoying this, I'm glad we're almost done with dinosaurs. <laughs> we got one dinosaur movie left. And it, is a, it is a corker. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this one is universally panned. The next one, right? I mean... I don't know. We'll see. I haven't watched it, so maybe I'll like it. <laughs> yeah, it's you like this one, so I you did know. like this. This is good. Yeah, yeah, I liked it too. I, I, there were just, no bugs. I have to say, I am shocked at how much I liked this wow. this time. I am like, kind of just, surprised by that. Yeah, I I just really dug it. I honestly thought I was going to be on my own island. Yeah, being wow. like, I I just had fun. I I I turned it on, and I sat there and I watched the movie. It was entertained from start to finish, and. I dug the characters. I dug the the, the monsters, and uh, it's a good monster movie. Just I like Dino it. Boy. It's just Dino Boy on his own Dino anti Dino Island. I guess. Yeah. Well, so let me uh, pull up the list. But I think we're watching the post next. Um, yeah, I think the post is next, and then we'll be back in two weeks with Dino Boy uh, for the last Jurassic World. Oh, thank Dominion. God. Oh. Does does M Night have any dinosaur movies we can bring Elliot back? The for? only thing I was thinking of, and I haven't seen it. After was Earth, After Earth. Is oh yeah, After, after Earth. Earth. I've not I've not seen After Earth. Me well, either. Yeah. There's a chance there's a dinosaur, so we might we'll just I'll oh, pencil yeah. you in. Yeah, they're good for for After Earth. I'll do that right now. Um, yeah, so we are going to watch uh, the post. I still got to edit 
last week's the BFG episode. Uh, yeah, the post. Then we're gonna watch Jurassic World. Then we gotta watch Ready Player One. Yeah. Ooh, ooh boy. Oh man. <laughs> I hate that movie. Oh, I know. I know. You and I have talked about it so much. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Elliot, what do you what do you want to pitch? Plug. Well, I think we we've probably just recently wrapped up our ten week pro wrestling crash course, right? Or real close. Yes, that would have wrapped up about a week and a half ago. Yeah, so um, that was a hoot. Um, we've been kind of doing that since I don't know November December um, for us. So we kind of took our time to do this ten week thing. But uh, I absolutely had a huge blast, and I don't want to spoil how I feel about wrestling afterwards. But let's just say it shocked Jeff a little. I'm going to yeah. go out there and just say that it, you were uh, a little surprised by my conclusions. The man loves violence, ladies and gentlemen. So I love a good to chair to the forehead, man. <laughs> I love a good folding chair to the forehead. There's just something about some guy assaulting another guy with a chair that's just exciting to watch. It's just something. It's just. You're like. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't have to explain uh, it to me. I know, I know, I know. I just. Uh, it's just fun. Yeah. So uh, I had a lot of fun with that. That was a lot of fun because, again, wrestling is just not a thing that I had very limited knowledge of, unlike dinosaurs. Yeah. So. Uh, also check out Gaming Nexus where you can find both Elliot and Eric's written reviews of video games. Check out Eric's YouTube channel, Eric Hotter. Uh, he's also Eric underscore Hotter on Twitter. I am podcast by Jeff on Twitter. Also, uh, living up to my own name, I had a former podcast called Film Soliloquy that we have relaunched with a new premise. Uh, so if you've subscribed to that in the past, check the feed. If not, uh, give it a little search. We reviewed Scream 6 as our first episode. Uh, essentially, we're just reviewing movies in the parking lot right after we watch them. I so, love that. No man, I love That's listening great. to Jason uh, give you shit about anything. So I'm real excited oh, to get back into that. Great. Man. Yeah. I um, miss listening he, to Jason. Yeah, well, he's back. Great. Um, 10 Week Pro Wrestling Pod. Check out the movie Draft House wherever you get your podcast. Am I forgetting anything? Uh, at Spielberg Chrono on, on Twitter. Twitter. That's right. A lot. That's our, yeah, they the tweet official. constantly. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back next week with the post. See you then. What did? What, what? are you laughing at? That's uh, funny. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right.